This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Previously on D&D&D. You can see into uh, Middleton. You see no people. I don't know if anybody's still here. Margarine, like, do you see anyone? Look, that's the town square, and I point through the alleys at it. That should be full of people. Can I send Etienne to go, like, float around and look? Uh, you can. You see, blurry as it may be, scattered piles of bones oh. uh, and viscera and all of... And um, it's it's almost as if there was a great butchering uh, in the town square where there's... Um, rib cages and things where, where meat has been stripped from them but there's a little bit left on it uh, it is bones are cracked and broken uh, they do appear to be humanoid bones and you know the rib cages and femurs and things all seem about this about human sized or humanoid sized the the town square itself is this kind of sunken round amphitheater type space with and in the center there's a great stage uh, and upon this stage is a huge massive set of scales the like like the the type that weigh something um, not not like fish scales like dragon scales no but like uh, the scales of justice next to these scales there is a large throne um, and uh, through Etienne you can see sitting uh, upon this throne dressed in resplendent um, robes, almost ceremonial robes, two figures, uh, and now this rumble is getting louder, now all of you can hear just uh, existing as you are, Uh, and um, a, a church bell starts to ring oh For it. I'm just imagining like Etienne just like wide field of vision. Just Etienne just kind of like just shows up in the yeah, just, shot. Did <laughs> <laughs> Etienne cast something to make the ground rubble like this? No. I. Zabbis, oh are you doing another I, meteor? What the hell's happening? No. Fireball. Can I cast anything? No. See, all of my spells are very I don't want you to use fireball. Uh, yeah, yeah, Fletch, the fireball memory is very fresh for Fletch, even oh. though Zabas has oh, since uh, used fireball very successfully, I will point out. Thank you. <laughs> I, oh God, I, I like, I'm trying to think of something Etienne could do, but no, I, I guess I just kind of call him back because <laughs> I, don't, I don't have any like useful like spells where it's like, let's calm things down. Not a thing I know. <laughs> <laughs> Was Varmio there? There were two dudes. Yeah, you you only saw these two monstrous looking things. Um, you did not see any people. Um, you certainly didn't see the kind of strawberry blonde man uh, that was depicted on the flyer. Yeah, I saw like a really tall, thin guy who was pointy, and then another less tall, thin guy who was kind of rounded off okay and well I, i'm not gonna judge a book by its cover we could go ask them i don't think they seem very nice <laughs> zabbis i know you're racist but come on <laughs> i've got my elf racism but these guys seem like tough customers <laughs> they're sitting in front of a giant scale well, it just seems i learned from black that we're not supposed to take other people's word uh before we before we investigate a situation Margarine walks into the city. Go, dude, go oh, for it. God. I will hang back. I'm not about to go fuck with those two things. Um, Margarine walks into town or into the town square. Um, oh, no. And as you turn the corner, you're greeted with what Etienne uh, just saw, which is this scene <laughs> of absolute butchery. 
Zamis did not tell me oh, this was there. I forgot to mention that part. Listen, there was a lot of stuff. And um, dead, stops dead in her tracks. <laughs> stops dead in her tracks. Listen, when you give me a list of crazy thing, crazy thing, even crazier thing, I'm going to remember that last one and forget all the other ones. Oh. <laughs> March returns to the corner. It's just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you see the carnage before you, which looks to be not necessarily recent, there's flies and things buzzing around. It doesn't seem that this just happened by any means. I'm going to real quick just roll a 25 stealth to duck into some corners because the uh, uh, nope gross uh-uh. <laughs> yeah march into stuff and then you dive and you dive in like a barrel that's nearby <laughs> perfect <laughs> or Solid water trough <laughs> very western <laughs> you're hidden now and you peek your little head over the ledge and you look out um and that church bell continues to ring and the rumble gets louder and the rumble gets louder you see the two creatures that zabbis described sitting on this throne next to this massive scale one end of the scale is weighed down by this massive stone it looks very old it's got moss and lichen growing on top of it uh, it ha- it appears at this distance to be very rough in texture it's a dark uh, stone, but not black or anything, just a dark stone. It looks very old and, and discolored perhaps by time. Uh, that's weighing down one half of the scale. The other half of the scale is tipped up and underneath it is a pyre, uh, wood and, and things built, clearly made to burn. There is a huge pin in the center of the scale. There's the throne and these two creatures atop it. The church bell continues to ring, and and down the main road of the city, you can see margin from where you are. The main road goes one way uh, south to the gate, um, but the north road, the north section of the main road that leads out from the town square, coming down this is a huge cloud of dust, like some great force is coming down this road. It's just this massive flurry of activity, and from this cloud of dust sticking out um, you can see pikes with banners and large trumpets and things. And now you're greeted with this blast of sound. Um, and there's this, like, a chorus of voices all saying different things that, that are, it just sounds a cacophony of, of activity coming down this road. Uh, and, and behind the cloud of dust, there's some kind of massive beige, dark tan, not necessarily brown, um, but clay colored would be the best way to describe it thing rolling behind this dust cloud of of activity with these pennants and the trumpets and streamers and things. One of the creatures at the throne starts like clapping uh, and looks excited. I'm scared. I'm so scared. (laughs) I'm so, I need to leave. I gotta go back. You can do that with yourself. You are able to sneak out of the barrel. Can I sneak out of the barrel or can I like walk with the barrel and then stop down? Yeah, <laughs> their feet sticking out. <laughs> like a cartoon that lost his clothes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to creep back to my friends <laughs> with my barrel clothes and stop right at the door. Did I get back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Welcome back. I told you it was weird. I forgot Sabbath, about all the you, dead bodies. Sabbath, you fuck. <laughs> <laughs> It's so much worse. There's massacred dead bodies with bones everywhere, and there's these two. It's not a skinny guy and a fat guy. They're monsters. One of their heads had bones sticking out of it, and their fingers, one of the fingers was like was like a Pokemon, and the other finger was like long and skinny, (laughs) and then there uh, so many people with trumpets were running down. There's a scale, and there's a heavy thing, rock on the scale, and I'm I'm scared. Fletch. I think I know just the thing. If you guys all stand back, I've got this move. Yeah. I stand back. <laughs> what what are you gonna do, F brother? I'm scared and excited. Cover your eyes because uh, I have uh, this I can do this thing where I, I like do a big gust of wind. Oh god. Oh yeah. Oh we know. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. You're a big fan. It's fine. You know what? Half the time it does work. So <laughs> Wait, half the time it works. Yeah. What do you, you know? What are you aiming it's a, at? It's a solid I was going to blow blade. everybody over and then may, throw more dust so that it. I don't really know. I guess I didn't think it Wait, through. Real quick, no one. Oh, no one at the doorway can see what's happened. Right. It's like around the corner from. Yeah, yeah we yeah. don't know about the wheel. Uh, unless Marjorie. Did you not describe it, Marjorie? Yeah. 
she she said there's a big crowd. Oh, I might have nothing about. I didn't mention the the big uh, clay thing that they're pushing, but I can. I I mentioned I mentioned it. There's a big clay thing, but I don't think that gust of wind is going to help us in this particular situation. I I think I think Lockhart. I think Varmir Lockhart is going to save us. You have got. You are blinded. By I this man's large print name on, on this flyer. <laughs> large print It's so big. It's like 72. Yeah. It's, you're right. It's just <laughs> only, size. Yeah, only heroes size are depicted like this. Impact font. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have an idea. What if I just light up all those like bones and stuff on fire and then it's like real distracting? No comments, concerns. <laughs> I just no. Think, we had like, a plan. Wait, Our plan was to come to and look at what was town. going on over here, and then go talk to Varamir at the at the at the. Damn it! That was the plan, you know. Uh, wait, I thought that the where did the poster say he was? The rally already happened. The poster said that he was in town a few days, like a week previously. Ago. Yes, yeah. he's oh. no longer among the Middletonians. Yeah, so. How are we supposed to go find him? Marjorie knows exactly where. Marjorie is, is like a baby on the ground with her fists into the dirt. <laughs> okay, all right, little lady. Let's here. Let's get you up off the dirty ground. And before we have anyone blowing gusts of wind or blowing fireballs into this uh, very flammable town, by the <laughs> way, you see all this wood it's everywhere. All, all wood. This is not it's a stone city. Uh, how about sure we stick to that plan? That admittedly. Was kind of a Mott and Bailey thing on my part. I wasn't going to stick to the second part of that. But <laughs> given this, I know, but given the circumstances, <laughs> let's go ahead and pretend like I didn't just say that. And I'm a uh, elf or I'm a gnome of my word. <laughs> As you say this, there is a huge cheer. You hear an eruption of voices that sounds triumphant. Sounds like it's a popular plan. <laughs> <laughs> that was just good timing. That's all life is, my friend. Oh, <laughs> uh, you sure you want to leave this? Because now this is sounding like the Middleton I know. You know, this sounds lively, like a cool place. I'll take you there to see what's going on yourself so you can see with your own eyes. I guess you you were talking about all the bones and the... Uh, it's, I'm getting it's, real mixed messages from this town. Me too. But you know what I don't <laughs> get mixed messages from? The man on this flyer. <laughs> that... <laughs> Is where you're wrong, though. <laughs> but sure, we can go visit your propagandist if we, if you want. Don't call him a propagandist. You don't even know him. How well? How long? How long until those cheers get on top of us? They seem to have stopped. As far as you can tell, they they got to like the town square, and that's where the activity seems to have manifested. What if we pretend to be part of the crowd? What if we just start cheering and like run over there? Zappas, do you want to die? No, I'm just saying. We're just—I'm I'm confused as to what the fuck this plan is. I don't understand how we know where this guy is. Marcus told us. Yeah, Marcus told you, and then Argyle, the the Hulit, said that they also came upon a camp at at the ruins because that's where they thought I the Elven see. City was. But when they went there, they said that they found the remnants of a camp. So we don't know exactly where he is. Though. You know exactly where that camp is. But but you don't know where there? the man himself is. Technically, you do not know. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's just in terms of giving you the inform the information as accurately as you understand it. You do not have the exact information of where the man is. You know that you know per the flyer a week ago he was here. Okay. And per Marcus, he had a camp at the ruins. Right. Okay. No, what I'm saying is okay. So those little weird alien-looking guys definitely saw. Margarine, right? And they they saw Etienne. They, they see saw me. Etienne. They did oh, not right, see Margarine. Margarine snuck. Okay. Well, so they know something or someone has to be back here. I'm just saying if we pretend to be part of this like crowd and we're all cheering and stuff, maybe they will think we're not the people who are Who's hiding. Who's the crowd? Them. Are they are they buddies know. or are they baddies? Whatever they were, they were running towards the massacred bodies like it was no big deal. So that would be buddies because they're Shru- coming Flag, to help. Why are you shrugging? Like, because maybe the bodies were the baddies, and the buddies don't mind the baddies' bodies. 
Ever think of that? Wow. Uh, no, not in that particular way. Beady, beady, beady. <laughs> and then maybe someone in the crowd, if we blend in, will have an idea of... Who has Pass oh, Without man. a Trace? I do. And we'll I just sneak around. To- I, I oh. have it. I'll cast it. Okay. Everybody gets plus 10 to stealth checks. So let's okay. All- we all have plus 10 stealth. Yep. So it sounds like Zabbis wants to go infiltrate this crowd. Marjorie wants to go in the opposite what direction. What the fuck is going on here? I just, is brother, that a crime? Do do? I'm, I don't know what to do. I don't really... I just want to show you. Come on. Provided you pass your stealth checks, you can sneak up and oh, get an I, idea I, I of what's happening. Ten. Well, I oh. rolled a one. <laughs> you rolled a one. <laughs> I rolled a one. Okay, I rolled we, a have to, we have to... One. You all tiptoe up to where Marjorie had. Uh, Marjorie just goes and replaces the barrel from where she found it. And you guys peek out from, from that vantage point to look out over the town square. Uh, however, um, it's, it's Marjorie leading the way, then Flack, then Fletch, and then Zabbis bringing up the rear. And when Zabbis comes, Zabbis is so distracted by um, what you see before you, which is the population of Middleton rolling a giant wheel of some kind, a big, huge, round circle encased in some sort of uh, tannish-reddish color, up onto the opposite side of the scale. And you're so distracted by whatever this thing is, you bump into everyone else, and it tips over the barrel, uh, and it sends this huge splash of water. Marjorie's bucket fills and tips over, and <laughs> it sends this, this splash of water toward the crowd. A couple people at the back of the crowd turn in your direction and see you. But there's nothing strange about these people. They look like people. They look like the citizens of Middleton, as Flack always knew them, That, that the, the kind of dress that they have. There's a mix of uh, humans and a couple wood elves, some half elves. The odd halfling, but it's rarer here than in, in Night's Pass. But it's a it's a big crowd. It's almost as if the entire population of the of the town and its surrounding area is here. And the people that turn your way, they don't react to you um, with surprise or shock or worry or anger. They're just kind of like, "Oh, hey, what are you doing back? Come on, you're gonna oh, miss shit. it." I instantly, I say, "Like, oh man." We like last night was so crazy. I got, I think I got a little too, too crazy. I barely remember what the hell happened. Want to fill me in? <laughs> D- don't blame you. It's we were so worried we weren't going to be allowed to have the festival, but uh, fortunately, uh, Thran and Cran reinstated it. So come on, <laughs> stop. What? Thr- I'm guessing Thran and Cran are those two dudes up there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, you know they they look weird, but they're they're good guys, really. Oh, good. <laughs> hey, hey, uh, wait, who, who are we talking to right now? Oh, some guy. Some guy. Uh, hey, remind me of your name again. Marjorie is flabbergasted. This uh, woman's name is Laurel. Uh, I, I'm Laurel. Hey, Laurel. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, last night, super wild. Uh, this, this guy, our buddy here, he's, he's an out-of-towner. He's from uh, Night's Pass, and he doesn't really know what's going on with uh, Thran and Cran up there, so uh, you want to give him just the, the quick little clip notes summary of what, what we're looking at here? Oh, jeez. I'm, I'm still zonked out from last night, you know? I can't really formulate my words. <laughs> you just came up for the festival? I mean, I guess that's, you know, that's popular, you know? It's a good reason to visit. It's late, you know, because we had to suspend festivals under, under uh, Varmir, you know, that sh- piece of shit. Hey! Hey, uh oh! I put my hand on his shoulder and just like, just like, she's so, she's wasted. I shut my mouth. I shut my mouth. (laughs) I get it, you know, old lady, you know, caught up in his whole thing. But like, it turns out he's a real asshole. And Thran and Cran came in and they took him out. And, And and now we can have festivals again. And we're, we can go back out into, into the, the valley and, and, and raise our cattle and make our cheese. And now we can have the great cheese weighing. Varmir was like, no festivals, no fun. I have a question. What's with the dead bodies everywhere? I also don't remember that I was drunk. <laughs> I was really drunk this whole time. Thran and Cran are kind of monsters for lack of a better term and you know they got a little bit carried away but they saved the town so wait what? Oh, wait okay uh, <laughs> who 
Who are these dead people? I also don't remember a single thing. <laughs> Farmier had kind of raised, uh, uh, he called he called it a furd, like a peasant no. army, and he was using it to control the town. And Fran and Thran and Cran came in, and kind of wiped it out. So now we're able to return what? to is our Farmier, customs. Is he dead? Yes, very, very dead. Thran, uh, Thran is the marrow drinker and drank his bone marrow. So. Oh, God. Oh. And Marjorie clutches, clutches the paper to her chest. It's pretty wild that there's no version of this where Marcus lives. Jeez. Why didn't anybody clean up the bodies? This is gross. <laughs> I don't know how it's you very, are going is, on yeah, with daily it, life. It is pretty gross. We wanted to, but... Um, Cheese is more important? I mean, yeah, to us. But Thran and Cran said that they, they, need, they, they needed to serve as a warning. Uh, okay. They're how rough do you around know, the edges, but they're good guys. How do you know Varmir's... How do you know Varmir's really dead? Did you see that happen? Did you see it happen? Uh, I didn't see the beginning part but i heard it and it was pretty mm. gnarly could, okay it's he he did there's not confirmation he could still be alive <laughs> i just as as a person who loves convoluted plans something about this is weird i just i it just i recognize something in it that is so some bullshit i would try to pull I, I don't know if he's dead. I'm not, I don't say that out loud. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I'm thinking to myself, it's it's all very weird. And I don't. Yeah, I agree. So this out of towner over here, is there anywhere that we could put him up for the night? And I point at Fletch. Yeah, he's a sleepy, big old elf boy. The melting pot inn will will certainly oh. be open after the festival, but we should. You, we're they're about to do the ro- the weighing. You're not going to want to miss this. This is going to determine if Jacques' cheese is going to be good enough for all of us to eat tonight. If Jacques' cheese weighs more than the weight of Middleton, then then we get to melt it and we all get to eat it. Oh, what cool. happens if it's not? Well, then then his cheese isn't good enough, and we got to roll in a new cheese. From oh, the he hills. doesn't like get murdered oh. or anything and then drank the blood marrow the marrow from his bones or anything like it's not oh i guess that's a good question now that thran and 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 cran then you're gonna charge. lose your best cheese person. yeah what why thought. didn't anybody th- why didn't i think of this shoot i'm sorry <laughs> oh, but they're about they're about to do it they're about to do it so so pay attention pay attention okay <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so she uh, she turns back. You all uh, turn your eyes to the to the town square where the stage is set up. The great scales are are set up, and the the townsfolk have rolled this huge wheel of what you now know to be cheese up onto one side of the scale, where the massive uh, stone is on the other side. Um, and you see the two monstrous creatures rise from their throne. Uh, one, the one with the, the knife-like claws calls out and he says, People of Middleton! Is that Thran or Cran? I asked Laurel. Uh, that's Thran, the marrow drinker. Oh, Thran. Um, what does Cran drink? Cran's the dream spoiler. Got it, thank you. What the fuck? That, like, one of those is, like, physically painful sounding the other one is just like existentially horrible yeah i was hoping cran would just be into vodka crans <laughs> people of middleton thank you for putting your faith in i thran the marrow drinker oh that's like his whole name and i cran the dream spoiler and he like waves uh, his uh amphibian like he's hands. definitely less scary my <laughs> 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 dreams oh no <laughs> laurel shushes oh yeah yeah <laughs> We are so excited to preside over our very first cheese weighing festival. And there's a huge cheer. It is our pleasure to bring back this custom after the villain Varmir Lockhart chose to cancel it. And there's boos from the crowd. Yeah, boo. Can't bring yes, boo this man. And uh, Thran holds up a spike uh, with a head on it. Is it what kind of head? Is it a skull or is it a head? with flesh and recognizable features. Uh, in between. What color is its hair? Blood-soaked? Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Oh, I, don't, I don't like this at all. All I'm gonna say to myself, 
and not allowed is we have seen clones on clones in this game. Loopy <laughs> as clones. It is our understanding that the custom is to weigh the cheese now, and then hopefully we will burn and consume it. Yes, we will consume the cheese. They kind of speak as a team. So these new these new guys just strolled in here, not knowing any of the customs, and then just took over, huh? I say this kind of just broadly. Yeah, well, things had been going pretty bad for a while now, and, and when all of this townspeople thought about it, it seemed like... You know, we thought things were bad, and then that's why people supported Vermeer, but then Vermeer came in, and things got really worse. So, you know, comparatively, Thran and Cran seem to be pretty okay. Uh, you didn't say their full names. The Thran, the Marrow Drinker, and the Dream Spoiler. That sounds way worse than just Vermeer. Yeah, what was Vermeer's title? Lockhart just suggests that perhaps it would take a little extra work to get close to him. Margarine can fix him. <laughs> <laughs> If I only had the chance, and I look at this head on the spike. (laughs) (laughs) Thran kind of just tosses it aside. (laughs) Squish. (laughs) Let us now weigh the cheese of which we will hopefully consume, Shock. The the cheese man, come up. Come up, Shock. Yeah, weigh that cheese! I'm getting into this, guys. This is fun. What? There's worse local governments. (laughs) No, there aren't. Hey everybody, Russell here with a few quick announcements, and then we'll get you right back to it. Thanks so much for listening to episode 129 of DD. Be sure to follow us on social media at DD Pod on Twitter, DD Pod on Instagram, or email us at DDPod at gmail.com. Got it. Perfect. <laughs> you nailed it. Joined today by some fun people. You guys know Beth's voice. Say hi, Beth. Hi, Beth. <laughs> Great joke. That's a that's a Burns and Allen joke, I think. That's a Gracie Allen joke. You put it right in front of me. I, I have know. To take you a have bite. to do it. I love that joke. I said bite though. funny. Did you? Do it. Take another run to that. <laughs> I have to take a bite. That's <laughs> all staying in. And also with us uh, <laughs> is uh, artist Andrew Thompson. Say hi, Andrew. Hey, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't resist. (laughs) He's so sneaky. Guys, Andrew seems like so polite and sweet, and then he'll just fucking get (laughs) you. Great job. uh, Beth and Andrew, why don't you guys tell us why uh, you're joining us here today on the the announcements? We are starting a new podcast. Yeah. Gressel's producing it, which is why he's been so kind to like uh, have us on here to talk about it. But yeah, Andrew, what was it called? It's called Your Art Friends. Your Art Friends. So if you want to spend an hour hanging out with your art friends each week, you can tune into our new podcast where it's just me and Andrew. It, like The whole premise of it is you can find a bunch of art podcasts all over the internet, but mostly they're about like the business side of art, collaborations, talking about like deep dives into the, the your inspiration and whatnot. Um, they tend to be a little on the heavier side. And so we are here to say, hey... Your art friends are also a couple of ding-dongs, and we like to laugh about what's silly about what we do, and that's what the podcast is. We have weird jobs. Trust us. (laughs) (laughs) I am very excited for this show. When Beth first told me about it, I said, yes, please, I want to be a part of it and help you guys make it uh, as as any way that I could, Uh, and I'm excited for you listeners to get to listen to it. I have listened to the first episode, at least. Uh, that is the privilege of producing the show. <laughs> uh, and you guys are in for a treat. It is a uh, joyous time. You do not need to have a background in art to understand what's going on. I don't. Mm-hmm. If you enjoy D&D&D um, and the, the bonkers creativity that we exhibit uh, on occasion, then you will enjoy your art friends because that is all it is, is bonkers creativity between these two. And yeah. Uh, I'm excited for all of you to listen to it wherever you get your podcasts, uh, but maybe Spotify. Maybe <laughs> since you're here, since you're here, might as well. Might as well. Um, and we collaborated on the uh, on the podcast artwork too. I'm excited yeah. for everybody to get to see that. Yes, yes, there is uh, so much uh, to come from your art friends. We will be uh, launching 
uh, in a, in a, about a month, probably. Uh, we have mm-hmm. not set a date yeah. yet, but stay tuned to these announcements uh, as we get closer to it and we make some more decisions about when we will officially be launching. And also, you can go and uh, on socials follow your art friends. Where where can where can folks do that, guys? Uh, you can follow us at your art friends on Twitter, and you can also email us at yourartfriendspod at gmail dot com. Nailed it. <laughs> You're going to get real what? good at that. <laughs> <laughs> there was a second that I wasn't quite sure what the email was. And I was like, ah. uh, you can also find Beth and Andrew's art elsewhere. Where can you where can folks go and check out your art right now? Radshop.cool for me. That's my number one place. I'm redoing my website, BethBRad.com. Right now, that just kind of redirects to Radshop.cool. Uh, and that's me, baby. Thanks. And you can find me at schmandrewart.com. That's S-C-H-M andrewart.com. Uh, it's a fun show. I'm excited for you guys, uh, listeners, to all listen to it. So uh, your art friends coming soon. Make sure you check out Beth and Andrew's art at their respective web places. Uh, and yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see you over at that other show. The first and hopefully numerous more park media podcasts. So we'll see. Uh, well, I guess I'm so this is excited for you, <laughs> Podcast daddy. Yeah. Oh boy. I don't know if I'm going to keep that in. <laughs> I think that's probably about it. Uh, as far as, oh, we have a Patreon. Uh, patreon.com slash dndndpod where uh, you can find some cool stuff. We just posted uh, the most recent recipe card uh, for the um, Japanese-inspired egg salad sandwiches that I made back in season three. Beth, while making the card, went and made the recipe. So. It sounded so good, Gressel. <laughs> I had to go have it for dinner. Uh, did you? And you followed the recipe? You made some slight adjustments? You, I had you added to because I didn't have half of the ingredients so what's cool is that if you don't have half the ingredients for the egg salad sandwich recipe, you can still make egg salad sandwiches and they're going to taste great. I just added some pickles. Mwah. Yeah, for that sure. Good. It is a very flexible recipe. So most mm-hmm. of the recipes are are very, very flexible. Uh, so check those out. Patr- patrons can get those. Uh, we'll have a new ch- T-shirt coming soon. Uh, the first stickers will be going out soon to those who have signed up at the sticker level. Uh, featuring some of Beth's great art. So all kinds of cool stuff. Uh, do what's fun. Andrew, you want to say do what's fun? Do what's fun. I always actually, I always say that um, whenever I play magic and somebody's like, I don't know what I want to do in this situation. I'm just like, do what's fun. Do what's fun. It's the best every single yeah. time, even even in completely unrelated play spaces where I'm just like doing work. If I If I have a choice to make, that mantra plays through my head and it's improved my life greatly. Yes. I was about to say the same thing that it has honestly made my life better. Those three words. So, uh, grateful for this show. You give them to me and I hope that you guys can take that do what's fun attitude into your lives as well. Uh, so that's it for us. Uh, you're our friends coming soon, wherever you get your podcasts and D and D and D as usual, only on Spotify. Uh, make sure you follow to us and we will have a new episode next week. So thanks everybody. Do what's fun. I was just, I was just about to hang up the call. That would have been weird. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Like guess it's done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. They bring up uh, Jacques, the cheesemaker, who is like a regular human man who's probably around like five, eight ish, uh, maybe a little portly guy he wears an apron. Compared to Jacques, you can see that Thran and Cran are much taller. Thran especially is probably like six, five, six, seven. Um, and Cran is about six feet tall. So both taller than this than Jacques, the cheese man. They seem to be treating him, you know, nicely, though. Thran kind of curls a long clawed hand over his shoulder. And even though the physical act of 
uh, hooking these sickle-like claws around this man visually is disturbing. Jacques seems very proud. He he seems like this is the moment he's kind of been waiting for. He's he's beaming. Thran says, Jacques worked so hard on his cheese and the villain Varmir Lockhart did not allow him to weigh it. And then there's this uh, chorus of boos. And now we will weigh the cheese and hopefully exalt Jacques for his great work. Yes. Oh, no. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah, Uh-oh. I feel good about this. Cran, pull the pin from the scales. Cran waves his uh, amphibian-like hands and there's a, a swirl of some magical energy that extends from them up to the pin in the scale and then removes it. Very mage hand like Marjorie. You remember this kind of motion. The scale releases and you see the uh, cheese lift the weight off the ground and it starts to balance. It tips back and forth and back and forth and it, as it's kind of settling. And uh, it looks from, from the distance from where you are, it looks like maybe they weigh about the same. And every, there's like a, a hushed silence across the crowd. Thran and Cran say, it looks to be even. Bring forth the judge. Oh, no. Just a, guy, a guy. Just a just a just a woman comes up, Girl. just like a regular human woman, and she kind of like waves to the crowd. Also, seems very jovial. Like this is something that she's been excited to do, um, and she has like a robe on, like Thran and Cran, and everybody cheers for the judge. Uh, and she goes over to the scale, and she looks at one side, and she looks at the other. She says something to Thran and Cran that you can't hear from this distance, uh, and then they yell out. Bring forth the judging pole, and then they bring out like a big, the- r- big rod, um, and they line up this huge long <laughs> rod to see which side is higher and which side is lower. And it turns out that Jacques' cheese is in fact heavier than the than the weight of Middleton. Hey. Oh, and everybody cheers. Yeah, and Thran and Grant say the cheese is heavy. Congratulations on your heavy cheese, Jacques. And uh, and Jacques is like. Over the moon excited. His face is all red with embarrassment and happiness. And he's he's just so, so excited. And he tries to shake Thran's uh, hand, but he cuts himself <laughs> a little bit. But it's kind of, they kind of like, you know, laugh about it. Oh, <laughs> hey, this isn't so bad. Yeah, are <laughs> you kidding? Fine. These guys, Middletonians are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> How loud are you saying that? I think I said that pretty loud. <laughs> oh, God. None of the Middletonians really pay much attention to you guys now because they're really excited about that. The cheese is successful and it weighs more than the weight and they don't have to go back up the hill to roll another cheese down. There's this huge celebration. People are waving flags. There's trumpets going off. Thran and Cran call out, Tonight we will light the fire and consume Jacques' cheese. And everybody cheers. Let the celebration begin. Yeah. And then you see... Thran and Cran um, turn in your direction. Uh, they Uh-oh. turn their face towards hey, you. Yeah. Right Woo! as I'm taking out my uke to like start playing some celebratory music. And I get back in the barrel. Jeez, jeez. <laughs> yeah, I, I go to I go with Marjorie to her barrel and I kind of Hunker down behind uh, it. Hunker down behind it. Yeah. <laughs> no way. I I'm blend, like I am blending and I've been here this whole time. Jeez, I'm playing music geez, for people. Geez. They love it. <laughs> Zavis and, and Flack just kind of join the crowd and, and there's this huge big celebration. Yeah, cheese, cheese, cheese. Love cheese. Shock, shock, shock. Everybody's so happy for him. They like carry him around the crowd and um, there's like, yeah, there's some musicians that Flack joins in with and they're singing like, yeah. a, like a cheese song, you know, like some gentle squelching as they step upon the bodies of their enemies. Yeah, yeah. right? There's just crunches. Yeah. Thran and Cran make their way through the... They descend off the stage and they make their way through the crowd uh, towards the barrel that Fletch and Marjorie are hiding behind. Marjorie, you're looking... You the only thing you can see when you're hiding in the barrel is like there's the, the stopper yep, through yeah, the circle. The little, hole. You, the little hole, you just see two amphibious fingers grab uh, that side and, then, and the barrel lifts up revealing oh. you and you look up and there's these two disgusting faces oh, looking no. down on you and and thran's like needle like teeth mouth like melina from mortal Kombat. we'll bring that back and uh-huh. uh <laughs> and uh looks down at you we have made an effort to meet all of the middletonians and you are not them you are not middletonians are you adventurers i'm just an old lady she's lost lost. yeah she was lost i was i'm her i'm her handler and i yeah she i couldn't find her thank you so much what was your name again you were you're 
My name's Shauna Cabbage Patch. Uh, roll deception. Yes, sir. I'm going to use inspiration and re-roll you my inspiration, deception. You've got to take the second one. 20. Okay. <laughs> Dirty, but still good. Oh, well, that's disappointing. Enjoy the festival. And he, they put the barrel back. <laughs> oh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and then they, they turn, they, they just turn back and they go and they start kind of like enjoying the crowd. Hmm. They I tower over everyone. They're taller than everybody. Yeah. Like, I'm still pretty sure that there's some something weird going on here with them and Farmir, but I mean, it's not bad. He, you know, like, this is chill. No, none of this is chill. <laughs> none of this is chill. Not at Are all. you kidding me, dude? I say as I crowd surf along playing the U. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Get some of that. The, whole, the whole band is crowd surfing. Yeah. <laughs> we might be on our own oh. with this one, Fletch. I think so. If we, oh yeah, I don't know. This is so weird. I feel like everybody's like, there's some magic going on. Maybe there's something in the cheese that these guys are feeding. Like none of this is normal. Uh, roll, uh, investigation. You two. 14. 14. 14. Okay. None of this is normal. You're frantically searching around for any kind of sense of to, to ground yourself with anything. Yeah. And you you see, uh, as you're looking around, you turn back toward the building that you're in front of, and you see that there is a broadsheet nailed to the to the wall, nailed to the door of this building. Uh, and on this broadsheet, there is a list of new laws as enacted by Vermeer Lockhart. Um, and it is just a huge, not as big as his name, mm-hmm. but almost as big as his name. Uh, there is a huge no, and then there's a bunch of lists, and then next to the no, there's a list of things that have been outlawed by decree of Varmir, and it's outside contact with any other uh, town, contacting Knights Pass for any reason, uh, reaching, exploring beyond the walls of the city, holding any kind of festival, uh, engaging with the farmer community and the rancher community visiting the cheese-making uh, facilities in the hills, any kind of uh, leaving of the town walls for any reason after certain times, being out in the street after certain times. There's all of these restrictions. Trade with with outside traders is forbidden. You can only trade within Middleton. It's all of these kind of very, uh, it seems very isolationist. It sounds like Vermeer wanted to lock down the city for some reason. If we're thinking he's a not bad guy. He can't be a bad guy. Did you see his strawberry blonde hair? <laughs> and his strong uh, jawline? But, sure. There's a poster but, next to this, uh, next to the broadsheet uh, of him. He has, as Marjorie described, the strawberry blonde hair, the strong jawline. But uh, someone has drawn, has uh, graffitied on an eye patch and like fangs. <laughs> How dare they? <laughs> Don't get don't 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 get too involved in how he looks. And, I'm just and saying. Everything. I think a person like this has very good reason for for making these making these rules and regulations. And Marjorie takes the pamphlet Possibly. down and, and folds it up and puts it in a pocket with the with the big named pamphlet as well. Could this be like a <laughs> smear campaign? Could this be somebody making fake laws that that like slander? Like he didn't actually make these laws, or did he make these laws because? Maybe these he knew about these monsters. We gotta get down to the bottom of this, Fletch. Something's fishy here. And I don't think he's dead. I can't think he's dead. Flack, as you're crowd surfing, uh, you're playing and, you know, other band members are floating by you. And then, like, a couple spears with heads go by you. <laughs> hey. Oh, hey, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, this is my stop. Let me down here. Then they do. Okay, thank you very much. I tip my hat and uh, <laughs> you're back with yeah. trot back up to Marjorie and Fletch. Yeah. You guys see Zabbis? No, I'm literally right here. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh hey, hey. <laughs> I'm just doing such a good job of blending in with the crowd. Yeah, I didn't realize Pass Without a Trace was like that powerful. <laughs> but damn, it really worked. worked with Zabbis super well. Yeah, I really did. <laughs> I'm just so chill. Um, but except, hold on though those those two monsters, Thran and Cran, were able to see Marjorie and pick her out of the crowd, but didn't. My name's Shauna Cabbage even, Patch today. Okay, Shauna Cabbage Patch. We, but they didn't even like look at me or anything, and I was standing right next to Marjorie. Was in a bear. 
Marjorie, I feel like you might be... There's something up with you. Are you special? Of course I'm special, Fletch. Fuck you. I'm so <laughs> special. I... I, I've saved us a bunch. I've saved the world. I'm f- okay. special, Fletch. I'm not just a person who cares. No, I'm just <laughs> saying because they were able to spot you even with Pass Without a Trace, and they didn't even pick up on the three of us, but they, they singled you out. Well, you, you said that you were, like, helping her. You were, like, her old lady helper. Right, but they didn't notice me until I spoke up. I think you're paranoid, man, and I, I think you're really hung up on the whole piles of dead bodies thing, and you're not allowing yourself to see the positive. You're not hung up enough on the piles of dead bodies thing. <laughs> We've seen a lot of dead bodies. My question is, have they seen Etienne again? They're they're kind of they're like making your way their way back uh, towards you. If you look around, if you turn around, and you like look for them. Now that now that the four of you are like kind of huddled up, they're like heading back your way. Oh, no. And I, I walk into a wall. Yeah, we look super suspicious. <laughs> you just you're, to try to like, okay, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they come back and they're like, hello, uh, visitors. Uh, are you also helping this old lady? Oh, hello again. Yes. Yes. Miss Cabbage Patch. Uh, there are some... There, I, I'm told that the town has some resources available for you if you need help. If you can go to the melted melting pot inn uh, and rest up uh, before you continue your journeys, you seem like you need a rest, old lady. I so it's cool if we're just visiting. I, I, I there's no skin off my horns. I was so scared because it says no visitors on this door. Uh, yes, but we we have done away with the previous leadership at the behest of the town folk. Oh, that that rule is from the Vermeer guy. Yes, the villain Vermeer Lockhart. And the, the villain Vermeer Lockhart. And there's booze from the crowd. Uh, I I have a question then, if you don't mind me asking. Being that I am a a tourist here, just curious. I think what you've done with the place is great. Uh, what would have happened if that cheese wasn't heavy? We are told that the, the townsfolk would have to return to the cheese-making facilities in the hills and roll a new cheese down the hill. That's it? Yes, and if it doesn't weigh as much as the weight of Middleton, the weight of Middleton! Ah! Then it would, it, then they would not get to dine on cheese this, this evening. And it oh, would be man, a what a tragedy. Festival. Yes, it oh, would okay. be. What an awful thing to befall the people of Middleton, I say, staring at Marjorie. Well, I, I would like to taste the cheese if it's so good, and I glare at Flack. Could, could we taste your cheese, please? Uh, they are about to light the fire, and the cheese will be served soon. But uh, in the meantime, have you seen any adventurers around? Because we're, we're looking for some that might help us with a problem. Oh, oh, help. What kind of, what's, what kind of problem? We, we met this guy named Marcus, but I don't know if he's. Mm, We will keep an eye out for this Marcus and hopefully he can help us. Yeah. What do you need help with though? Well, it's kind of a sensitive issue that we would rather discuss with some adventurers versus some like nurses or whatever you are. Oh yeah. yeah, Give me both of those things. I, uh, but, but we are not. We are only nurses Dude, and not also adventurers. Stop, what are you talking about? <laughs> I feel like I hired these guys to 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 help me travel. And oh, they... so you are hired hired muscle kind of. Yeah, they're multi talented. But how about oh. let's get let's all get back to these guys. Let's, you know, oh, we eat Miss Cabbage Patch. I feel like you are tired and we've been in the sun for hours. Let's get you somewhere nice and cool where we can all rest and get some water to drink. I Thank agree. You. Nice talking to you two gentlemen. Thank you. Uh, all right. The inn is over there if you want to go inside out of the sun. Sometimes my feet, I mistake my toes for raisin. <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's get. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Get you inside. All right, you go to the inn and you get a room. There's a okay. there's a really big pot in the center of the melting pot inn that the you know they're like warming. It's nice. What does it, it smell like good. though? Uh, it smells bad. It smells like stinky cheese in the whole town. Just stinky cheese? 
Uh, when you're near Thran and Cran, it's that bad goop smell for sure. Like they smell mm. like the monsters. But once the big cheese came to town, uh, there's a pretty pervasive cheese smell. All right. Makes sense. God, are they just using the cheese to like cover up their weird smell? Is that why they pick cheese? That They're like so obsessed with cheese. We- <laughs> it's like it's a very effective camouflage. Let's get a robe and talk this out. You get a room. You go up to it. It's nice. Okay. First of all, I want to say, what the fuck's everyone's problem? These guys seem chill. I thought <laughs> I, when I asked them what happens if the cheese isn't heavy enough, that they'd say, oh, we murder that guy and everyone gets to eat him instead. But no, no it's just the punishment is they don't get to have cheese. Yeah, Zabas, I'm with you for the most part. But when they bring up adventurers specifically... I, I detect a little bit more murderous tones in their in their language. People so always ask for adventures help. Uh, That's how he's got on. like every job. <laughs> I, I the bodies are they're so so many well, bodies. So listen, many hey, listen, I gotta be upfront. Bodies sound like they were aligned with Varamir, and Varamir sounds like he sucked. You saw those rules. Yeah, those rules sound like fash. a shitty place to live. Yeah, but I will say that being in this town and smelling these gross smells it reminded me that i've smelled this smell before oh oh yeah and this is now you're getting flashes of the harvest festival and that whole fight uh and tracking uh specifically when you fletch were tracking the uh the monster who delivered the cheese box um you tracked that smell throughout the crowd and and the confusion at the harvest festival into the alley where you fought with flack and Nils against this thing, um, and you're getting images of this. You don't necessarily remember the why or the the context surrounding it, but you mm. definitely have a memory of this was something that was fighting you and trying to kill you. Yeah, the the smell is reminding me of death and being attacked. So I don't know why I can't remember why, but the fact that you guys are all cool with. Those two, Thran and Cran, the dream spoiler and the marrow drinker. Marrow drinker, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That is the that is a weird thing that those they are smell like what I remember. Yeah. So I think that you I'm, guys are way more into the fact that they're like no rules society is appealing. Yeah, I think I you guys are just big old concert goers and you need to Oh, I'm sorry. The just, fact that they are a local government that literally feeds all of the people <laughs> who live here, it's pretty dope. Well, that wasn't their idea. They don't even know about the cheese festival. They're just allowing no. it to happen under their rule. Yeah, they just, they just, mm, this isn't good. Oh, yeah. Wait, is the cheese thing like pre, like that's a, that's a, that's inherently, been going on. that was a thing. Yeah, they're just letting it happen. And we I always get that. cheese delivery for the harvest festival back in nights pass. But the thing is, it's never actually monsters. It's always just cheese. Something's going on with this town. And I think the reason why Veramir Lockhart had him in a lockdown is because there's evil. There's evil here and it was going to affect the town. And he was trying to prevent it. Oh, no. What if he was the good guy this whole time? Marjorie was right. Uh-huh. I'm going to side with Marjorie. I mean, I just think these two guys seem like party dudes. But I'll... I try to look beyond that. I may not know much about politics, but I do know about power. And I know that people put themselves in strong leadership positions in order to maintain power. I don't think... Like Varamir's trying to do. It's possible. I look at his face and I don't see it. But you know what? You look at Cran and Gran's face. Whatever the fuck. Thran. Cran. It's Cran the Dream Spoiler and Thran the Marrow Drinker. My, I'm Those so sorry. Just keep saying their names. Keep saying them over and over. Maybe it'll... Cran the Dream Spoiler, Thran the Marrow Fletch, this is tricking our memory for you. You remember the uh, the encounter with Rooms the Deceiver inside of the accountant's home where it identified itself as Rooms the Deceiver, servant of Toge the Putrid. Mm. And the way in which these uh, creatures have these honorifics. Uh, you remember that. The lady that was a goop also had a name that was like blank the blank. Yeah, but I'm I'm Flack the musician and you you're never the you're, you're just Flack. We all have these titles. 
<laughs> you're you're just trying to justify this is weird, man. This is strange. I'm drawing a line in the sand behavior. here. I think we're on different sides, Flack. What I'm on the side of Middleton and the Middleton. I'm on the themselves. side of Middleton as well. Well, then it sounds like we're on the same side, huh? I, but it does. <laughs> it doesn't, though. I think Cran and Thran are evil. I think they're they're not great, or the people of Middleton are stupid as hell. Well, Flat Fletch is on the opposite side. Then he's against the people of Middleton. He's on my side, which is for the people of Middleton. I think they're being either brainwashed or there's some magic going on that's kind of like manipulating their minds. I hope it's like not maybe even the, simpler. Maybe the, Maybe the dream spoiler spoiled all their dreams and is now like living in their dreams at night and making them. I stick dream. my head out. That's not the, a bad idea. The room door. And do I see anyone in the hall who like might be like cleaning up the, the inn, like maybe like a, you know, an employee of the tavern? Sure. If you want. Yes, I do. Okay. You there. Come here. Hello, sir. Hey. What do you think of Cran and Thran? Well, I, I, I gotta be honest. It wasn't uh, the, the, the greatest first impression, but uh, they, they seem to have settled in all right with their new roles as mayor. You know, I'm not sure I ever thought a creature like that would be living in the mayor's house, but... Yeah, but you're you're fine with it at this point? You're cool? Uh, so far, so good. I mean, it's a little bit concerning um, they, what they're capable of. Do they fit I in suppose. the mayor's yeah, house? Emerge pops her head out. Where's the mayor's house? Oh, it's uh, on the other side of the town square, uh, up the hill a little bit. It's a bigger house, I suppose, than some of the other ones. But, you know, the mayor's always, you know, for for going back generations, the mayor's always been very, you know, friendly to the people, particularly um, the uh, Fromagere family. You know, we've had a few Fromagere's as mayor, and they always, you know, Who was the mayor before Lockhart? Oh, uh, Francois Fromagere, but Lockhart had him imprisoned somewhere. Why? He blamed all of the problems that we were having on on Francois. He's, the, the, the bandits on the road that were attacking traders, the, the monsters that were attacking the, the ranchers and, and the, the dairy farmers uh, in the hills, all that stuff, uh, he, Vermeer blamed on Francois, said Francois wasn't doing enough, said Francois wasn't um, protecting people. And a lot of people bought it. And then Vermeer basically just said, everybody live in the city. Everybody will just be in the walls and everybody would shut the gates. And then, you know, there won't be any problems because no one will be out in the world to experience problems. And, and how did you feel about that, that order from Varmir, Mr. Lockhart? How did you feel about that? How do, how do you feel that affected Middleton and the, uh, the general um, attitude and... Would you say that you felt safe? Mental health? Or would you say that you... Uh, you had faith in your local community to band together at a time of strife? Oh, at first it seemed like it, especially, you know, he came in with this 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 kind of like peasant army and there were a couple he even had a couple guys riding owl bears. And uh, you know, it was all very impressive and, and made a big stink of it and he took over and and forced Francois out and, and you know, for a little while there it all seemed good because, you know, we didn't have bandits getting people kill killing people on the on the roads and we didn't have uh, our monsters killing cows and stuff out in the out in the in the hills but you know after a little while we wanted to we wanted our our lives to be what they've been for generations and 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 his whole thing was basically like well it's easier just to close the gates mm, yeah sounds like uh not great for morale all right thanks a lot i also cast detect magic to see if he is brainwashed in any way you do not detect any magic on him. He is a aggressively normal person. <laughs> Great. Thanks. Uh, here's, uh, give him two gold. Here's a tip. Oh, thank you, sir. Great. I'll bring up some ale for to your room. Oh, uh, and I give him two more gold. It's a good ale. It is. <laughs> thank you. And I close the door. See? Not brainwashed. <laughs> I have an idea. Let's go sneak into that mayor's house. I mean, that's obviously oh. what we're going to yeah, do. Yeah, definitely what we need to do. Uh, but first, let's wait plan. for the owl to come back. Backup plan. <laughs> yeah. If that fucks up, Kill let's him. say. Oh. No. If <laughs> Rand and Rand come back, and let's say they catch us, like, oh no, we could be like, oh, actually, we we are adventurers. We wanted to uh, see what you had, uh, what you needed some adventures for, and then we get hired by them. And if it all is really evil, then we just sabotage it. And I'm the old lady along for the ride. And then yeah. backup plan to the backup plan 
if all of that fails, we kill them and then Flack sure. becomes actual yes. mayor. Yes. I yeah. love that this town is like mayor by Yeah, I'll be the by mayor in like three days. It's fine. There we go. Right of conquest <laughs> okay. for this t- tiny duchy. Can you are you ready for that kind of a responsibility? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, being an actual mayor. <laughs> I have the experience. It's fine. Oh, what? You said you're a super mayor, but you haven't actually lived that life. I have sung that I am a super mayor. Yeah, you've gotten like the key to the city. You you haven't like actually done anything. Yeah, and the key to the city is G major, baby. <laughs> <laughs> D&D&D is a Spotify-exclusive podcast written and edited by me, James Gressel. D&D&D is performed by Beth Radloff, Mike Saigan, James A. Janice, and Chelsea Rebecca.